You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 312 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this is Megan's first podcast. (laughs) Listen, it's because I was listening back to our testing, okay? I forgot to mute my computer. This episode is sponsored by Jackie. Thanks, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. Today, we will be discussing part two of chapter five of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, Fallen Warrior. So make sure that you have read that chapter and you're ready to toast your way through the details. Oh, I would have said slice today. Why? George is here. (laughs) That's dark, man. He makes a joke of it right away. I'm toasting to... Yeah, okay, that's fair too. Sliced. Slice. Like a piece of cheese. All right. Before we begin, let's go to Meg's Mouse Tales for really exciting weekly profit news. So, it has been announced that Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is going to do a North American tour in 2024. Woo! It rhymes. Um, <laughs> there is no talks of cities Where? or anything yet, yeah. but they said that it. I believe that they said that it should be announced like before the end of the year. Ooh, well that's um, soon. Where it's going to be, and like Truly. I'm just saying, Playhouse Square is like it's big. I, I it gotta come here, right? It has to come to Cleveland. I, I mean, all the shocked. big shows come here. Yeah, yeah. Playhouse isn't yeah. it Columbus, said that Columbus Playhouse is, is like second to New York? Yeah. Is it really? I've heard I'm that. Fairly certain. Um, and like size other big wise, city that gets Chicago shows. has a lot. Chicago, but. Another Midwest place, I thought. Any hoosies. That's fine. I like, pretty sure that Playhouse specifically is like second largest to Broadway. That's nuts. Is that the it's condensed really cool. version? You guys. Oh. Cleveland is probably. Cool. I'm, yeah, I'm assuming. Probably. It's I be think the, that's all. Do they do? They don't do the two parter anymore. Not in the US. Oh, they do it. Oh. In London, they do. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, as much as people dump on Cleveland. Cleveland Rocks. 
Drew Carey had it right. <laughs> Cleveland rocks. <laughs> Cleveland rocks. We have a lot of stuff here. We have a great food scene. Oh, dude, I love our art food. museum. Our natural history museum just the got art redone. Museum is like also really it's high up there. So mm-hmm. amazing. And my favorite room is the one with all the medieval armor and swords mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, yeah. We've got the we world's smallest the aquarium. <laughs> oh my god, I know. We have a piece Truly. of Monet's water lily, we, though. We do. I love that. Yep. In Cleveland. We have some uh, Van Gogh. Ooh. We have Momocho. <laughs> You're right, Mike. Freaking Momocho's <laughs> Momocho is so good. is so good. Ohio City is fantastic. You know, Momocho's good, but if you can't get into there, go to the other one, El Carnicero, which I prefer. I've never been to El Carnicero. <sighs> Guys, I'm sorry. I'm, I just really like Barrio. I do really, well, yeah, really Barrio's like Barrio. Great, but <laughs> Barrio's Carnicero. one best huh. tacos in Cleveland for... <laughs> Do you see what Slap Quack Shonda said? <laughs> Before oh. Swish 21 Pilots was put Cleveland, Ohio on the map for me. <laughs> what about the Black Keys? Yeah, right? Truly. Um, what about Halle Berry? Oh, uh, yeah. Drew Carey. Drew Carey. That was that. Our River on Fire. What about that? Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What about that? Make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us, then they will too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swish Flick Cast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flick Cast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix files and so much more. Send Potter stories or any fun things, questions, or concerns to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. <laughs> no, you're funny. What? <laughs> Mike P. in the chat said that he'll be in Cleveland <laughs> next month for work. And <laughs> Tiffany replied and said, same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a mood. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Katie! Tiffany! It's time for the recap! <laughs> All right! Let's do it! Here. <sighs> that was so fast. I wasn't prepared. Okay, both Harry and Hagrid have a crash landing in the Tonks' yard. And after getting all fixed up, they take a port key to the burrow, where they find out that no one else has returned. And, like, they were supposed to be, like, the third set to return, but they were the first. Until finally Remus and George show up, and he's missing an ear. He's pulling a Van Gogh. That's a great connection. <laughs> Thanks. I'm really proud of you. All right, summary. The panic is ensuing with arguing and wondering where everyone is, and we know that Snape cut off George's ear thanks to Remus. George is saint-like, and as more people (laughs) return, we learn that, unfortunately, Mad-Eye is dead. I don't know if this is true, but I actually heard that Van Gogh didn't cut his ear off. He just, like, cut the tip of his lobe off. It wasn't, like, his whole ear. Oh. People just made a bigger deal about it. Didn't he paint himself without it? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, like, with it wrapped. Yeah. Like, he's got, like, a big... Mm. But I don't know how true that is. I don't know. I just heard it. Probably mm. on TikTok or something. Or we could have learned that in art history or something. I don't know. We took so Not many like art history classes. or anything. You know, I took an art history class, and I remember really enjoying it. Do I remember anything? Sure don't. But I liked it. But it was a time. Yeah. I took about four different art history classes. It was a lot. Because it was, like, focused on different time periods yeah remembering the names names and, and dates. the dates yeah Wolf. those killed me especially yeah. when it was like that's all the tests were like can we come i know up with i'm else? like can't we like 
actually analyze it instead of just like memorizing a date like yeah, who, that, well, is the date important that literally goes out the window yeah. i guess like century wise i could understand sure or like knowing what period. it's a part of yeah is it part of the renaissance yeah no it'd be like it'd be all that plus like name Dude, artist no. date remind this, me this this did you guys ever do a computer game back in like elementary school days where you would go through like halls of artworks and click on them to learn about them. Does anybody no. that just tapped in? That would have been cool though. <laughs> Does anybody in the what? chat remember what that was? Oh my gosh. I remember doing that. We had that one computer fun. in our art room and like one at a time people would get to go and like do that game. Oh my gosh, that's cool. That's cool. And yeah, it was I loved like loved computer games in school. Do you remember how eyewitness videos would look where you would like go shoo, Yeah. Do, 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 it was like that. <laughs> yeah, it was like that, but I don't think it was eyewitness. Dude, I loved Mavis Beacon. I don't know what that means. Oh, it's the mm-hmm. typing program. Mm-hmm. Oh. You learned how to type and you did all those games and you had to like have your hands covered. Oh. I loved that so much. I just remember weird. there was one game of number munchers. Oh, I loved Number, Number Munchers. Munchers. Yeah. Oregon Trail. Mm-hmm. Oregon Trail is a classic. I just wish I remember. I'm going to look it up when I'm done because that's I'm sure attention. if you just type it in like that, it'll pop up. Yeah, probably. Old game where you would go through the hallways and click artwork. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> truly. <laughs> truly. All right. So, wait. Yeah, you did your thing. All right. Are we ready? I know we're like really pumped up right now, but we have some sad stuff to read. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I almost said something. So Lupin is making Harry feel idiotic because of the whole not using green light spells basically in a life and death battle. And he's still feeling pretty defiant and he needs to get his point across because he feels like it's it's necessary because this is something that sets him so far apart from Voldemort. He cannot be anything like him. And this gives me um, Sorcerer Stone vibes, not Slytherin, not mm. Slytherin. Mm-hmm. And it really feels that way because he says, quote, I won't blast people out of my way just because they're there, said Harry. That's Voldemort's job. And that is literally him talking about lily yeah she was blasted out of the way because she was there sad yeah remus's love just blasted aside yeah <laughs> i love you so much <laughs> um, it's a way to really sting him harry <laughs> oh my god that's a way to sting him, sting him harry <laughs> yeah you're gonna sting him harry <laughs> <laughs> That was quick for the episode title. Oh, man. Uh, basically, that was it for Lupin because his his retort was lost at this. Um, I don't know what else. Heartbreak. Yeah, you can't. You just got to let it go at this point because that's not Harry. Mm-hmm. It never has been and it never will be. And it also doesn't help um, his responding because at this moment, Hagrid finally succeeds in squeezing through the door and he sits down in a chair and it collapses beneath him. Oh my god, that's a shout out to Sorcerer Stone. Is it? Yeah, he sits on the chair in Ollivander's and it breaks. Oh yeah. Very good. But honestly, like I literally don't care who you are. A chair breaking underneath someone is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) It's 
seven. It has happened to me before, and it's funny. It is funny. It's funny. Well, because, it's like, you just think you're going to sit on this solid thing, and then it's not there. Sarah falling on the <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Send the gift. Oh, my God. I know Vinny's got it on, like, speed dial. Send the gift. I guess one of my... my, my co- <laughs> me. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I got to click it. I got to watch her. <laughs> 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 it's her face the moment she realizes that this is happening right now. <laughs> and then it's like the <laughs> stagger back. Oh, oh shoot. So no matter how like angry or upset you are, Just like that, that makes you laugh. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> it's a mood boost, that's for sure. I guess my uh my co teacher, she is an aide in her room for for one of her students. <laughs> she fell out of her chair twice this week because it's on wheels, <laughs> and she runs over the one and the kids are laughing she's like don't laugh don't laugh and the woman's <laughs> on the floor just dying laughing <laughs> oh, oh man oh okay but it just brings a little bit of comedy like the author does that like periodically like with uh ron smirking at harry in the sidecar mm-hmm. because he looks like a child like mm-hmm. this it's just a little bit of um a little bit of laughs for you before she crushes you again um so this to them as a group is just so natural um Hagrid Hagrid's a half giant he's always going to have in regular size wizard homes some some sort of off right right trash can lid hands (laughs) yeah chugging meat in one thing because it's any meat right? <laughs> right okay um but they just ignore his apologies because they don't mind and they love him which is interesting to me about how quickly harry jumps in to protect him in a couple of moments so harry changes the subject and he says yes if george is going to be okay and there's a change in lupin at the question and it's kind of bringing him back to the reality of right now not the reality of what they just went through and not to where he's at in his head trusting James who is dead because of a friend's betrayal so that's on their minds right somebody did this somebody betrayed somebody let it slip and this is just like last time so we have to pull we're pulling Lupin out of that as well and that to me is it's just so heart-wrenching quote i think so although there's no chance of replacing his ear not when it's been cursed off there was a scuffling from outside lupin dived for the back door harry leapt over haggard's legs and sprinted to the yard um something i noted on this read was that i think i gloss over the panic in this section it's very chaotic. It is. It feels so intense. And so, like, everything is frantic. It's the scrambling, the jumping, the sprinting. Um, and that their their feeling is in all of their movements. Yeah. Especially the way that they question each other. Mm-hmm. I did read through your notes a little bit just oh. because I was doing my summary. And that's, like, how I, like, pull things okay. for the summary. Sure. And... I saw this point and I was like, it literally, it kind of makes you read it differently when you put that in the forefront of your mind. Like, 
when you're just reading this part of the book, like sometimes when I'm reading books, I'm very much just focused on um, dialogue. And I know that that is not always good, but like especially when I'm like speed reading something, mm-hmm. I focus on the dialogue. Yeah. But a lot of this is in how they're acting, that like frantic feeling. They're running from here, from there. They're jump. They're they're uh, asking questions, right? Like he's like grabbing to be like, "What is this?" You know, like because they're and I because th- they're terrified, right? Like it's like they're trying they're trying to figure out what the heck just happened. Oh, yeah, they're all thrown. Like, yeah. this is just like, and, yeah. And every crazy. time someone new comes back, it starts over again. Because those people that just came back don't know what happened either. And, like, the mm-hmm. people that are there, like, okay, they've chatted and they've figured it, that it's none of them. But then, like, two new people come and they're like, what is the answer to this question? Like, were you the fake? Like, were you the fake? Were you the fake? Like, right. who who betrayed us? Who betrayed us? And it is... um. I think it's like just because of how it's so spread out, it makes the chaos last so long mm-hmm. in this moment. Like it'd be one thing if like everybody landed at once and then they could just like get it out of the way. But it yeah. just like drags on because. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine if they all landed at once, they'd all be like in a circle, like just pointing at oh each other. God, <laughs> it'd be like that's, that's <laughs> Spider-Man guy. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Um, so two people appear in the yard and Harry sees that it's Hermione coming back to herself and also Kingsley. Um, something that I want to point out that I wrote in my book and I forgot to say, but a, a question that I wrote was, does this argument with Lupin fuel the fire for the next one? Mm. I put that in my notes. I think so. This yeah. is like the start of it. Yeah. It it's feels like a like build it. up a little bit. It is. It is a little bit, definitely, because there's, I don't know, there's there's so much tension there. I think, you know, the fact that Lupin brings up James and how yeah, James was too like trusting, yeah. and like, I mean, I get, I can, I can talk about what I have in here a little bit too. How I just, sure. how I just put like, or maybe it's in the next chapter. What am I thinking? I don't know. Anyway, basically, I was just like, I think that it's it's the fact that like Lupin also seems so on edge because he's the last one of the group left and he probably has so much deja vu, but then like wants Mm -hmm. to handle it differently and doesn't know how to. Mm -hmm. So he's like thinking of all of the mistakes that they made. The last time, Harry's and he's hyper focused on Harry, it. who looks like James, is making is acting a like similar James mistake and making a similar and mistake. it's triggering. Be triggering. Yep, yeah, it has to be so triggering. Yeah, which makes me give Remus a little bit more grace, you know, because like I well, we talked in the last episode, I think, how like I probably would have been on Remus's side at the beginning of this argument. Like, oh, you, green you've got to be, yeah, you've got to be fighting, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think part of it is just like certain things that Remus says that just like rub Harry the wrong way Mm -hmm. or yeah, it's definitely like a slow, like a slow build. Morgan says he's also treating Harry like a child for the first time in their relationship. That does feel very on. Um, and Harry at this point is fighting an adult's war Mm -hmm. and he's, he knows he's key. Yeah. And I don't think he, um, I think as, as, as. As chill as Harry Potter can sometimes be, he's very much not right now. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. 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 And he knows he's capable. <sighs> Janine sent a little plushy werewolf in the chat, and it's so, so cute. cute. It's Look little at his teeth. Wee I know. Oh, <gasps> jelly cats! Oh my gosh! Shut it's up! It's soft. It's it. soft as heck. I oh, need I it. Uh, do you have a link? um so their port key is a bent coat hanger what's the meaning behind it we don't know (laughs) 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 wait whose was the coat hanger kingsley and hermione okay okay Um, because they will have no more wire hangers What's that movie? I haven't even seen it. I just know that line. Future Ministers. Apparently, it's a terrible movie. Like, terrible isn't, like, not a bad film, but, like, content-wise, it's like, Mm. uh, Any hoosies? Where am I? Coat hanger. hanger. There's a coat hanger. Yes. And Hermione flung herself into Harry's arms, and this feels very much like a throwback to the books where Harry returns, and Hermione flings herself onto him, and Ron gives an awkward, like, handshake. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I yeah, thought that's she when, that's hugged when Ron. She, oh, no, wait. Ron's not here yet. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. That's when she comes back from being petrified. Petrified. You figured it out. <laughs> I don't know if that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lupin and Kingsley, however, are not greeting each other in the same way. More chaos. This very much shows their experience with war and a war with Voldemort. Mm-hmm. The deception and fear are very well um, alive. Very within much alive. alive. Uh, definitely with the older members of the Order of the Phoenix. So, quote, over Hermione's shoulder, Harry saw him raise a wand and pointed at Lupin's chess piece. Whoa, bro. Piece is not in the quote, but <laughs> I like to say chess piece. The last words Albus Dumbledore spoke to the pair of us. Harry is the best hope we have. Trust him, said Lupin calmly. Oh, sir. Well, you're not <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot oh wise old dumbledore knows all right guys <laughs> trust him don't green are you better green light harry you better but, do it but i think that, that, light, green light. Truly, <laughs> that truly shows lupin's like chaos in his mind of trust yeah he struggles yeah. with trust yeah well peter pettigrew i know dude's yeah. been burned yeah Oh, man. So Kingsley turned his wand on Harry, but Lupin said, Lupin. Lupin. Weird. Lupin said, it's him. I've checked. All right. All right, said Kingsley. Where did I stop with that quote? Seven Harrys. Seven. <laughs> uh, seven Harrys is what I typed. What was I saying? GBD. <laughs> <laughs> How come, like... <sighs> Kingsley's just coming into the situation. Wouldn't it be Remus checking Kingsley? Like, why is Kingsley like, whoa? Because they're just all ready they're to all go. They're just chaotic. Yeah. Just got yeah, it. yeah, because maybe Lupin was the person that ratted them out. And maybe Be- Lupin convinced everyone else that's there that he's safe, but Kingsley is not going to be so trusting. Right. He says, the reason why I wrote Seven Harrys, by the way, I found out. <laughs> Quote, so it's see, or I'm sorry, but somebody betrayed us. They knew. They knew it was tonight. And I said, Snape again. But they don't know that. Um, so it seems, replied Lupin. But apparently they did not realize that there would be seven Harrys. And I love the way Jim Dale says this. Small comfort. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Alrighty. So Kingsley updates them on what was happening with them in the skies that night. And I want you to think about the fact that Hermione Granger was with him the entire time and the fear that she went through during this battle. Quote, followed by five, injured two, might have killed one, Kingsley reeled off. And we saw you know who as well. He joined the chase halfway through, but vanished pretty quickly. This number adds up to eight, which is um, the meaning behind that number is authority and self-confidence. That fits him. Kingsley, I mean. Yes. <laughs> I am not knocking Hermione in the slightest, and I don't want anybody to think that. Hit me. And I don't know who else would have been paired. I don't. But the fact that she was with the second strongest, meaning she was second in line for a green light. Right. Yeah. That's that's scary. And I'm yeah. not knocking her at all. I'm not saying that she's not good at battling. She's decent, I think. She, is she as quick as Harry? No. I Is she better than Ron? M- slightly? Maybe? I think she's definitely better than Ron. Uh, I don't know who else she would have been paired with or who would have been paired with Kingsley, rather. But That's I am so like, scared for her. Think about that. Voldemort, if he's there, this is the plan. He's going after Moody. And then he's going right to Kingsley. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I kind of always took that as she. So like Mundungus was just. Uh, he I don't think that he was put with the strongest one because he was the most dispensable per se, which sounds kind of bad. Who? I think Mundungus? Mundungus. He was he was with him because he had to keep an eye on him. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that like the reason like if and I had what you're saying. If they had yeah. the perfect seven Harrys and Dung wasn't even there, I think Hermione would have gone with Mad Eye. Like Think about the people who were the flyers and the people who were the fighters. That's terrifying. I think she probably she, was the strongest. She knew, too. Yeah. They all totally knew what they knew. were signing up for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know they strategically planned that all out beforehand, too. So, yeah, she definitely knew. She was ready to give her life over Yeah, for Harry and the cause. Yeah. I mean, all of them were, but she knew that she was next on the list. It's Let's just remember that they're 17. What? They're okay, only so 17. Oh, they're 17. I thought you meant there are 17. And I was <laughs> no, like, what? They're only what are there 17, 17 of? <laughs> so this children. is interesting. Mm. Morgan says the author has said multiple times that yeah. she does not see Hermione as a fighter. Did yes. you say that already? No, oh, I okay, read okay. that. But yeah, so that's true. it would make true. sense for her to be with Kingsley. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I can't say that I don't believe the author when she's talking about a character she created. But right, like. Right, yeah. I don't. I, don't I just don't think she's. She could um, definitely execute well. Like took that the wrong way. When I know, brain. I know, I know. As soon as I said <laughs> it, as soon as I said it, I was like, I mean, execute spells. <laughs> yeah, correctly. She can know. kill well. Oh man, yeah. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I just wanted to point that out. It's I just wanted to point that out. Yeah. So now Voldy secrets out. He can fly. He, he can, can fly. fly. He, he can, can fly. fly. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tiffany. That's two. Put it on the board. <laughs> um, 
So, he can fly, right? Without Thestral no broom. And they note the way that the targets were changing, which is why Voldemort was there and then not so many times. Stan Shunpike has been spotted. And Hermione is flabbergasted by this news because he is supposed to be an Azkaban. And Kingsley's like, <laughs> Is he Voldemort and the Grinch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a mirthless laugh. There's obviously been a mass breakout of Azkaban. What does mirthless mean? Because I know me, somebody Tiffany. has asked that question. I don't know. There's no gaiety or joy mm. in no your laugh. Gaiety. No gaiety. So Did you know like gaiety those... is spelled with an I? G-A-I-E-T-Y. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. I have gaiety within me. <laughs> um, we are <laughs> aware. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like one of those laughs where you're just like so frustrated or so mad that you're just like, huh. Yeah. It's mirthless. So it's like it's a joyless laugh. I thought it was more Grinch, but I would. I also kind of would think it's like one of those like disbelief laughs where you're just like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. And it's not funny, but the way that I'm reacting is I'm giving a sort of laugh. I'm getting yeah. Moira Rose vibes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, Travers is spotted as well his hood slipped oh how unfortunate for you sir mm. um he's supposed to be in Alskaban as well but he is clearly not and travers in french means to cross like to travel that's what it feels like oh maybe um i think hermione's of like travers. oh i'm sorry when kingsley says that there's obviously been a mass breakout which the ministry has hushed up i said you mean Death Eaters have hushed up. <laughs> right. Death Eaters working within the ministry underneath the uh, Minister of Magic, Vold E. Vold E. Mort. Like Chuck E. Cheese? Yes. Vold E. Vold E. Mort. Oh my god. That's <laughs> true. Does England have a form of Chuck E. Cheese? I'm <laughs> just interested from our listeners. Can you tell us? <laughs> it's called it Charles, Charles E. Gouda. <laughs> No, no, no. What's a really like British cheese? I don't know British cheese. (laughs) Charles Charles E. Stilton. (laughs) (laughs) It's very fancy. Their animatronics are top notch. (laughs) (laughs) Not the creepy rat we have here. Oh, man. And their pizza is not just a saltine cracker with Campbell's tomato (laughs) sauce and stuff. Oh, yeah, Sir Charles. Thank oh, you, Mike. Crap. Sir Charles, Charles E. Stilton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Does he have a little little tea with his pinky out? Definitely. Oh, man. Oh, my God. What if they served scones? No, he has charcuterie boards instead oh, of pizza. I enjoy this. The cheese. <laughs> I enjoy this. Okay. <laughs> this is actually an adult establishment. It's not for children. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> Serve me afternoon tea <laughs> with arcade games. The tokens are actual gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> really good tea to choose from. Where um, do you want to go? Sir Charles E. Stilton. What are you talking about? <laughs> Cannot wait to get my tickets. Oh in my God. We should we should start that though. I love that. Like everybody erase. <laughs> 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 Yeah. What are they singing about on stage? Oh. Uh, I don't know. 
pomp and circumstance. (laughs) (laughs) What? What's the song that they sing? I have no idea. I guess for many years it's been God Save the Queen, but now it's different. Oh, I thought you were asking me what they sing at Chuck E. Cheese. I'm like, I don't know. At Charles Charles Stilton. Sir Charles, Duke of Pizzeria. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel bad because the only Chuck E. Cheese near us, there's always these fights between the parents. And I'm like, I don't go there. Oh, no. Did I say a word wrong? What is it? I don't know what you said. Pomp, pomp and circumstance. Isn't that not, is that not right? I thought it was. Mm. Don't embarrass us, Janine. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you gotta embarrass me from my yeah, friends? graduation song? <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, okay, okay. <sighs> Is E not for Earl? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So is he not Sir? He's Earl Charles. Earl. Oh gosh, <laughs> we have to finish this. Oh my god, it's almost seven. <laughs> Marty's gonna smack me. No, I'm just kidding. <sighs> um. Oh my god, that was really good. We're pretty funny. Where am I? I don't know. Sectum Sempra. I don't know. Gouda. Travers. Oh, okay. So Lupin informs... <laughs> Travers. Lupin informs uh, Kingsley that George has lost an ear and that it was Snape's work. This bit of information, Harry's like, Snape! You didn't sigh! Is that what Harry sounds like? Snipe! Snipe! Here, Snipe. Oh, uh, yeah. So he <laughs> apparently <laughs> lost his hood during the chase as well. Sectum Sempra was always a speciality of Snape's. Wish I could say I paid him back in kind, but it was all I could do to keep George on the broom after he was injured. He was losing so much blood. Sectum Sempra back to Han Harry Potter, mm-hmm. which makes this injury that much more personal because Harry knows firsthand what that bit of dark magic does to a person. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I have a question. We might have an answer. No promises. Mm-hmm. If, okay. Do you think Snape would have been able to fix George's ear correctly? No. Mm-hmm. But why could he? Why could he patch up Draco? That's true. If well, Draco, those cuts Draco, were cut with but, dark magic, but Draco has scars. Still, the ear is completely off. Draco has skin to sew together. I mean, you could take the piece of ear and sew it together. If you can find it. Yeah. But say they had it. You know what I mean? Where did George's ear go? Chuck E. Cheese took it. <laughs> no, Sir Charles. He would never. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Chuck, e. Chuck would definitely do that. Okay. Chuck's all about that. Anyone just... named Chuck and Charles? So sorry. We're not making fun of you at all. Uh, at all. Uh, no, it's a great name. Uh, it's just also a fancy oh, one. Man. And also not a fancy one at the same time. True. You know? I bet that's sure. true. Mike P was like, it's like stitches versus reattaching a limb much more difficult. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I just, I kind of think in my head Forget canon, Megan. in my head canon, <laughs> Snape would have been able to fix it. Would he have needed the ear? Yes. Okay. But it. Okay. Me, I will accept that as a possibility. He could have Accio'd. Accio ear. <laughs> How long would it take to get back up? 
don't know. Would like everyone would in it, the vicinity with would, ears come flying? Would Chuck E. Cheese still be happening? <laughs> <laughs> you know them rats running around London. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> um. So yeah. Anyway, my head cannon. Snape could have fixed it. I think. I think that there's just like something to be said about like the creator of said dark spell must know and, how to do. Yeah. And the counter. And plus the fact, okay, like, yes, Draco has scars, but if it was a cursed, though, I guess they can stop the bleeding on George's ear, right? Obviously. So I don't know. It's just thoughts to think. Did Snape draw stars around Draco's scars? Probably. No. No. Some Draco Harry shippers may say Harry actually drew the stars around Draco's scars. Got it. Yeah. There you go. I just set up a fanfic If anybody anybody. needed Taylor Swift on their bingo, there it was. Um, okay, so at this point, they're still missing Ron, Tonks, Fred, Mr. Weasley, Bill, Fleur, Mad-Eye, and Mundungus. Basically everyone. Um, Hagrid calls for Harry to come and help inside, though, which is good because Harry, like, really needs a distraction right now. Sure, sure. So he asks George, he asks how George is, and Mrs. Weasley is, like, kind of explaining that because it was cursed off with dark magic... She can't magic it back, and that's where I put this makes me wonder, like, could Snape have done that? I don't know, maybe. Um, so he tells Mr. Mrs. Weasley and Ginny that Kingsley and Hermione are back because they were inside, so they were unaware of that piece of information. <laughs> what? Ginny. <laughs> what? Someone had an ear in their backyard, the muggle police. <laughs> Probably <laughs> were wild. <laughs> No. Okay, this is kind of morbid, but you know a wild animal just ate it. <gasps> wow, I don't know that. What if it landed on someone? The squirrel's like, sweet manna from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> sweet nectar from life. <laughs> Guys, a squirrel wouldn't eat an ear. It would Why have not? to be You don't like, know what squirrels do? Yeah. <laughs> it would have to be like a it's falcon not, or something. No, nuts, that man. squirrel's related Raccoon. to Chuck E. Cheese. An osprey. Would probably you walk into a side seat and ospreys flying around? Maybe in England. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't live there. Do they have ospreys in England? No, but I hear they have trout eagles. Becca, you got a bingo? Okay, Gryffindor, <gasps> settle down. Okay, okay. So there's commotion, and Kingsley is making sure that. Arthur is actually Arthur because now Mr. Weasley and Fred are back. Mr. Weasley's absolutely having none of this because nope. he just wants to check on George. And um, George stirs from all this commotion and he's just so typical because here we get the ear joke. <laughs> Mrs. Weasley whispers, how are you feeling, Georgie? And he kind of murmurs. He's like, saint-like. God. <laughs> and, and the wit. The wit on these twins. I love it. I love it. Fred is just like terrified and he asks if George's mind has been affected. (laughs) (laughs) And George tries again, though. He's like, Saint, like, you see, I'm holy, holy, Fred. Get it? (laughs) (laughs) And George jokes more and tells Mrs. Weasley that now she'll be able to tell them apart. And, um,. Then he suddenly stops joking because he hears that Ron and Bill aren't back yet because he very wittily asks, where are Ron and Bill? Why aren't they crying at my bedside? Um, And now (laughs) that literally would be me. And now he's worried about them because they're not back. Um, So Ginny and Harry go walk through the kitchen and she kind of murmurs. 
and tells him that Ron and Tonks really should have been back by now because Auntie Muriel's is not far from there. So, like, even if they had missed the port key, they could have come back by now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Harry is just so scared. And I really liked the words that the author used here mm. to describe his fear. So I just copied it. He had been trying to keep fear at bay ever since reaching the burrow, but now it enveloped him. Enveloped him. <laughs> now it enveloped him. It stamped him and sent him in the mail. Done! Done! You have to start over because I cannot! The envelope was open! <laughs> oh my god, what is wrong with me? Okay. <clears throat> I'm field delivered! <laughs> Okay, okay, let's start. What? Harry is so scared, guys. Let's get it together. He's terrified. No. (laughs) R.I.P. Edwin. (laughs) What? Oh, sign sealed delivered. I get it. Because she's a mail carrier. I spit on myself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. He had been trying to keep fear at bay ever since reaching the burrow, but now it enveloped him. Seeming to crawl (laughs) over his skin, throbbing in his chest, clogging his throat. So anyway, that's very sad. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that Loki gift. through the kitchen and they're heading outside and he comes upon this scene of everybody out there just staring up at the sky and like silently waiting and hoping and wishing that more people would appear in the sky which is just like a it's really hard moment like you truly have you you in the moment have no idea what to think like did they just get held up did they miss their port key are they never coming back like, it's terrifying. I have a question. Yes. <clears throat> well, I have a couple of points, and then I have a question. Okay. Um, so, hold on. What's the quote before that? Oh, uh, Mrs. Weasley saying that, you know, I can't really put his ear back because of dark magic, but he's alive, right? Harry right. responds with, yeah, thank God. And I thought that that was an interesting use of words because God is capitalized, meaning... That's, like, never really <laughs> mentioned in the books. So let's talk about some more. Okay. And um, the question I asked to go along with that was, God, because he was brought up by muggles? Hmm. Ginny later says, thank goodness, like, two, three lines down. Usually they'll say, like, Merlin or something instead. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I said, brought up by wizards and witches. Thank goodness rather than thank God, yeah. being a deity. And then later on, saint-like. That's Mm -hmm. religion-based, holy Mm -hmm. religion-based. And I just thought that that was interesting. And then, like, a general question I had, is there any type of religion, like, a religion as we know it, in the wizarding world? Because there is, I mean, we know there are, there's some sort of an afterlife. Dumbledore's here. So it's just interesting to me. So the wiki has a page on Christianity. Mm? The Harry Potter wiki. I was like, is it just the connections? Between so it says like Harry and 
Um, they do oh celebrate two major Christian festivals they being do. Easter and Christmas. Yes, they do. Um, the fat friar was in his lifetime a Roman Catholic friar who was executed for witchcraft. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it says... And only witches and wizards so can be made this? into ghosts in this world. Right. Yeah. So in a Harry Potter lexicon set report, someone saw on the set of one of the films that Dumbledore owned a copy of the Christian Bible... I think that he would, That's though. interesting. Yeah. I, think I do that think he so. Would. I think he'd own all, oh, he's, all versions of he's any worldly. sort of Bible. Yeah. Right. It says here, given Dumbledore's worldliness, he may have kept the copy out of a desire for knowledge and <gasps> not out of his personal religious devotion. Jesus did magic. What if he's wizard? Maybe. It I'm also says... Anyone. <clears throat> Multiplying them fish. It says, both the tombstones of Ariana and Kendra and of Lily and James allude directly to the Bible because they, their quotes say, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And yes, the last enemy that shall be Christian. destroyed is death. Yeah, that's those are Christian statements. Additionally, Harry was christened shortly after his birth. We did. That's they talk about. That's like a flashback or something. Right. For Vernon. I don't remember that, but... Part, mm. Wait, wait, wait. The author, the author. <laughs> at the Edinburgh Book Festival in 2004 said that Harry was christened. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, I'm surprised... Wait. I'm surprised they did that. Well... Would, did Petunia do that? Or did they do no, it? No, Lillian James did because <gasps> Sirius was appointed godfather. So they're... Okay, you're right. Because, well, some people use godparents just with the saying True. godparents. There's no religious meaning behind it for, you know, people who don't worship in any sort of way. I guess that's true. Because then it also goes on to say, likewise, Harry became the godfather of Teddy, making it possible. But we don't know not if there only was something or not. <clears throat> he was Christian, but the couple who appointed him, Remus and Tonks, were as well. I don't know. <clears throat> and it's not to say, I mean, just because we don't s- see it, we see ha- what Harry does. And Harry's not going to church on Sunday. Right. Harry gouges a small cross into the tree under which he buries Mad-Eye's eye. This is blowing my mind a little bit because I've never until. I've always just kind of like. Assumed that there was wasn't. Like pay. Hey, this is Megan from Swish and Flick. I wanted to tell you all about Book of the Month. I love the curated list of books that is available every month. It makes it so easy to find something for you. Book of the Month focuses on new and upcoming authors. It's really helped me to venture beyond my regular genres. I am so excited at the start of every month to see what Book of the Month has picked. And what's better than getting a cute blue box in the mail with a book in it? I was so excited to see this month The Paradise Problem by Christina Lauren was a pick. You guys know how much I love their writing. I've already started it, and it's everything you could expect from a Christina Lauren novel. Book of the Month is offering a great intro offer for the month of May. You get your first book for $5 with the code PETALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, and shipping is always free. Head on over to bookofthemonth.com and use code Petals. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, that's the right term. Yeah, term. yeah, yeah. Same. This is very interesting, and we need to do a lot of research because yeah. I think this is really interesting. I'm cool with it. Oh, I like this. What if God was like to Dumbledore? He was like, "Go in that little uh, in between area right there and uh, talk to the just two. wait. <laughs> <laughs> just wait right there." Mia sent a MuggleNet article too that talks about religion at Hogwarts. Yeah, because why would you put a cross there? Yeah, that is Christian period well and she does talk about how there is a jewish student as well and like padma and pavardi come from a hindu family yes so like i mean it doesn't explicitly state that they practice hinduism no but not everybody's practicing correct you know you can identify as a religion and not be it says the wizarding world seems to at least in britain have a vaguely anglican background celebrating christmas the role of godparents etc suggesting that wizards may practice religion and yeah in godric's hollow which is like known to be a wizard town there's a church yeah how many people are how many witches and wizards are attending muggle muggle mass because that's a catholic church muggle mass muggle mass muggle mass i bet there is like a wizarding world not exclusive, but, like, I bet there is some religion within the Wizarding I bet world, it's though. just, like, I mean, if you think about, I, I think Being that a lot of nature. people in <clears throat> our generation, like, were raised within a certain religion and, like, practicing it has kind of, like, fallen off the bandwagon. But, like, you still consider yourself whatever that religion is, even though you don't, Are you talking like, about us? Just, like, our generation. Yeah. So, like, you know, am like, I going to Mass every Sunday? No. Right. Do I w- worship every morning Christian. on my way to work? Absolutely I do. Yeah, it's like it's like our generation has, like, figured out a way to do it our own way. Well, you know? So, I like... Just, yeah, I just feel like I don't have to be in a church, it physically in a church, to praise the Lord. Yeah. I also, you know, Mia said, I don't think you can exist in the world and not recognize that religion also exists regardless of your beliefs in it. That's totally true, too. Well, I mean, absolutely. Even like thinking about politics and everything, that religion is ingrained in everything, even mm-hmm. if it shouldn't be. So. <laughs> Please don't mix morals and religion together. Those yeah. are two separate things. You don't have to be a religious person to have morals. Mm-hmm. Thank you coming yeah my ted talk anywho katie it's your turn are you serious yeah 
Oh my god, I put that note in the wrong place. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So here's where they kind of switch. They go back and forth between like panic and waiting, right? Panic Mm -hmm. and waiting. Um, And then eventually it turns into just very quiet sadness. But anyway, so the minutes are just ticking by. I feel like we've all been in this kind of situation where like Mm. could be minutes, could be hours, could be years. Like it's just like time is not a concept right now that's me waiting for the water to boil in a pot oh yeah yeah you know yeah a pot a a watched pot doesn't something doesn't boil oh oh, there you go (laughs) (laughs) a watched pot i think it helps if you put the lid on it does i know that is that true because i've always heard contain the heat right i mean it makes sense to me where are the signs i want to let you know that i didn't start doing that until this year and it's been a game changer for me Look at that water go. Yeah. yeah. Boils like so much faster. <laughs> you salt that water right before you throw them noodles in, girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So as Anthony like would say. Sea, yeah. That's what Anthony says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. So the minutes are ticking by what feels like who knows how long. And every little sound they hear, like the wind blows and they jump and they're hopeful that someone's back. Uh, who knows how long this goes on. Finally, a broom appears above them and it's ron and tonks they are back they are alive um from the book tonks landed in a long skid that sent earth and pebbles everywhere she was booking it yeah were they trying to get away from someone were they just trying to get to safety as quick as possible i don't know who knows it's chaos tonks is obviously relieved to see remus she has right for his arms ah cute uh his face is just like set and white doesn't really seem like he's able to speak and i'll talk about that in a little bit a little bit more later um the first thing that ron says to harry and hermione is you're okay and i think that's so cute because like even the people that aren't in the safe house right now are it's all in your mind you're still thinking about everybody else that's involved wondering what happened especially because they were hit right away and probably had to like super scatter Mm. no one knew where anybody was so then hermione flings herself at ron in a hug and she's not able to fully say, like, I thought you were I thought you were gone. Like I didn't know what was happening. And he pats her back, tells her that he's all right. It's these little moments that are just building up to that kiss at the end that Meg missed. Right? I was gonna say that Meg missed. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was waiting for it because I I noticed this stuff. <laughs> I can't anyway. believe they didn't. What do you mean? Oh my gosh so dumb (laughs) so tonks tells them all that ron was great he stunned a death eater straight in the head and she's like praising him because that's no easy feat when you're (gasps) on a flying broom and aiming on a moving target did ron kill someone he stunned him probs i mean the fall right yeah probably (gasps) unless can you see another fellow death eater like trying to catch or slow they're focused they're not well they did for the one that harry's that got hit by the wall i think it depends on who it is right if it's a crony no but if it's like you know i'm thinking like a team rocket grunt (laughs) (laughs) yeah literally that's kind of what i'm thinking though that's what i'm thinking (laughs) arbok literally ekans coughing rattata coughing (laughs) 
Can you imagine having a Pokemon that just like is a ball of gas around you Ooh, at all times? Really it's poisonous gas. What if you like fainted every time it came out of the Pokeball? You can't even like hug your own buddy because he's pouring out poisonous gas. I don't think anybody anyway. wants to hug that person. Person <laughs> meaning Pokemon. Sorry. <laughs> Poor Coffin. Poor Coffin. What about Weezing? Yeah. What about yeah, Weezing? That Weezing too. What's the? Th- isn't there a third one too? Uh, unless it's new and I don't know Weasel it. Weasel no, I really do think there's a third one. Good to see you, Wallaby. Wallaby. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> Unless it's new. I do not recall. I do think it is new-ish. Lord knows what it looks like. I don't freaking know. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's just a different region. It's the Galarian Weezing. Oh, yeah. With like? the smokestacks coming out oh, of it, and it's yeah. black. It looks like it's like a really tall Abraham Lincoln hat. That's literally what I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah. I love a good Abe Where is the Galarian? Where's the Galarian <laughs> from? And ga- ga- Galler? Galler, yeah. Is that Sword and Shield? Okay, yeah, that's why, because that's my favorite game. Anyway. Game's awesome. It's bomb. It's bomb. Uh, okay, so then, so Tonks is singing the praises of Ron, and Hermione's like, you did? And he was like, always the tone of surprise. But in the book, he says that a little grumpily, in the movie, they make it lighter. He's like laughing about it and smiling, like giving her a hug yeah. and smiling with it. Both ways. It's a little smirky and like yeah, jokey in the movie. And then they, I don't know if they do it in the book, but in the movie, they tie it in again later when Ron says something to Hermione and she goes, always the tone of surprise. I like And that it's moment. cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. like that mm-hmm. moment. So I like how they flipped it. It doesn't bother me. Um, so Ginny tells them that they're still waiting on Bill, Fleur, Mad-Eye, and Mundungus and says, I'm going to go tell mom and dad that you're back and you're okay. Um, so Harry is describing Remus as sounding almost angry at Tonks because he's asking, like, what kept you? What happened? And I think he's just misreading him as, like, as angry, but he's, like, mm. stressed. <laughs> Super stressed. Um, there's like a muscle moving in his jaw. She's telling the story and he's not like really able to say anything. This is like the struggle we see him go, go through. That yeah. started last book. It continues through this one. What's going on with the with the twitching of the, the jaw? Like what's going I literally wrote that. What's going on there? It's like we're you're like gritting your teeth. No, I know. But like the reason behind it, I think he's terrible. Like, everything is stressful. He didn't know where she was. Mm, okay he loves her and from text from the author he's in disbelief that someone like her or anyone could love him back so he's mm-hmm. constantly between like I think he's really protective and yeah really like um just grateful so like doesn't he was show up properly, so though. scared of losing that because mm-hmm. he's still and will always be in disbelief that he has it so the fact that that could have gotten ripped away from him Right. You know what I think this means that I just thought of. What? He tries to ditch her pretty soon. Yeah, because right. he probably thinks that that would be easier on his heart. Than, and, uh, than yeah. I don't have to, to go him. through this again mm-hmm. if I bounce. Yep. Yeah, totally. And he, he is shameful of himself and doesn't want to shame his wife and child. It's his trust issues. Yeah. And mixed with his trust issues with others and himself and just disbelief and his unworthiness mm-hmm. well what has the wizarding world told him his whole life you don't yep. belong he's constantly between like wanting to love the heck out of her and also like feeling like he's not good enough for her, feeling like he's shaming her mm-hmm. blah 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 
Mm-hmm. So I think I was reading this and I was like, why is why is he angry? And no, he's just really stressed out and worried and it's war. Yeah. And he's been through this before and she hasn't and lost a lot of people. Yeah. And now he has a wife. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't think he knows how to handle it. Mm. I think, you know, we talk Which all the time. Which is why he tries to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He would mm-hmm. he would prefer going rather than to face it head on which is more difficult Mm -hmm. right it's always the most difficult to like open up that pandora's box and sift through that stuff Mm -hmm. right um but it makes it better in the end and did he got there Mm -hmm. but did he have a lot of time with it no no but i think he would have i think he would have been okay We talk all the time about how Snape, Sirius, how they were all, like, stunted Mm -mm. as far as their, like, Mm -hmm. emotional growth. I think Remus is, too. He had so much happen to him at a young age. You know, it's trauma. Harry, too, in a way, especially if you go on to Cursed Child, like, emotionally stunted in some stuff. For sure. Yeah. Faux show. So Tonks goes on to tell him, like what kept her is bellatrix she said she wants me quite as much as she wants harry remus she tried very hard to kill me i just wish i'd got her i owe bellatrix but we definitely injured rodolphus isn't that her husband yes yeah. husband. then we got to ron's auntie muriel's and we'd missed our port key and she was fussing over us so this is the tie back to the first chapter where bellatrix is just like bloodlust over tonks right and how voldemort's like promising her that she'll get her she'll get the kill she wants like bloodlust over Tonks, Ted, and her sister. It's just like disgusting. Yeah. And drama is the only one that makes it out. Yeah. And Teddy, sad. but mm-hmm. um <laughs> what? Just the fact that you have to kill two people. It's fine. It's it's all fine. <laughs> she gets what's coming to her, thankfully. Mm. Yeah. So Tonks asks what happened to them and everyone tells their stories again. Like Meg was saying, it's like a new set of people come it all happens all over again um but the whole the time they're all just thinking yeah it's okay they're all just thinking about the missing order members that they're still waiting for so kingsley has to leave because he has to go back to the prime minister he's like an hour late i'm sure he would rather hang out with the potter crew because they're way cooler but whatever he also probably just really wants to see with his own eyes these people come back yes exactly he tells i think it's because sweet who's left a Sorry, ton of finish people. your thought. Um, oh, he tells Remus. It's Bill and Fleur. He tells Remus, like, tell me when the others get back. Like, let right. me know. Send me word. It's Bill, Fleur, Mad-Eye, and Dung, right? Is right. who we're yeah. submitting. Yeah. 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 Um, so Mr. Weas- Mrs. Weasley come bursting out because they heard Ron's back. They attack him in a hug, and they thank Remus and Tonks. And Mrs. Weasley says, thank you for our sons. I'm like, that's so sweet. It is. Um, so Remus asks how George is and Ron's like wait what like what happened to him that doesn't get to be revealed to Ron right now because Bill and Fleur come back and Mrs. Weasley freaks out obviously because Bill's there and that's and her Bill's first like, baby kind of her favorite oh 100% it's Harry and then Bill and then Jenny and then Jenny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, his hug back to her is perfunctory I didn't know what that word meant so I looked it up. To run of the mill hug. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's uh, of an action or gesture. It's carried out with a minimum of effort or reflection. 
So he's his only focus is to report that Mad Eye is dead because that's yeah. all he can think about. He it's, saw it. He just yeah. went through this crazy thing, riding with his wife, trying not to die mm-hmm. and protect everyone else. Again, it's chaos. They're not married yet. I'm sorry. His fiance. Yeah. Not my wife. <laughs> <laughs> he looks right at Mr. Weasley and says, Mad Eye's dead. No one speaks. Harry describes feeling like something's falling inside of him. And Bill says, we saw it. And Fleur agrees. And you can see on her cheeks that she's been crying. It happened just after we broke out of the circle. Mad-Eye and Dung were close by. They were heading north, too. Voldemort, he can fly, went straight for them. Dung panicked. I heard him cry out. Mad-Eye tried to stop him, but he disapparated. Voldemort's curse hit Mad-Eye full in the face. He fell backward off his broom. And there was nothing we could do. Nothing. We had half a dozen of them on our own tail. And his voice breaks. And Remus is like, of course there wasn't anything you could have done. I mean, done. what could he have done? No, literally. Nothing. It yeah. probably happened so fast you couldn't have reacted anyway. But even if you could have, there, no, literally you could not have at all. Think about how fast Voldemort's working now. Like, I'm getting this secondary person out of the way so I can kill Harry right away. Yep. Yep. No monologues. No monologues. They all stood there just looking at each other. And from the book, Harry could not quite comprehend it. Mad-Eye, dead. It could not be. Mad-Eye, so tough, so brave, the consummate survivor. By the way, I looked up consummate, and it has two very different meanings depending on how you pronounce that word, just so you know. (laughs) It's not (laughs) envelope. (laughs) Um, So it means showing a high degree of skill and flair complete or perfect basically like he's just survived everything so far he was the one that like you never would have thought exactly you know that's why like the title chapter fallen warrior like it really does fit him very well my grandfather uh who passed away a couple of years ago really reminds me of like mad eye just like a larger like he was big muscly like he was a power lifter just larger than life kind of guy and even when he passed away, he didn't seem sick to me mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And he really, really was. I mean, obviously, he he died. But, like, right. he just did not. There was nothing about him that seemed weak or anything like that. And mm-hmm. he just really reminds me of Matt. I just tough. Yeah. Um, so then there's that awkward moment where, like, so they just had this bomb dropped on them. They found out one of their own is dead and one of their own just disappeared and led to that guy's death, right? So they just like kind of realize there's no use standing out in the yard anymore because no one else is coming back. So they all go back inside where Fred and George are laughing right now. Um, but they won't be shortly because they'll find out. But I was looking up, I was like, is there a symbolism to Mad Eye's death, right? Like we've got Hedwig, which is like the loss of innocence, on and on. Um, so basically, it's more so like it makes Harry realize that not only is he at risk, but so is anyone around him. Uh, Harry cannot be the hero of the story if there's another greater hero standing behind to support him. I didn't think about this, but like at this moment, since Dumbledore has died, Moody is kind of like the leader of the order now. Mm-hmm. That didn't make a connection to me, but it's like very obvious now that I have read that. So it seems like moody does need 
unfortunately to be out of the picture in order for like harry not to lean on him and to like do this thing on his own that's what this analysis is saying i could see that but i do think that it is a big sign for harry that like or to anybody like no one's safe you know like you think like we all just said like you wouldn't think mad eye of course you wouldn't he's like this very veteran auror He's got chunks of his nose missing. He has one leg. Like, he's a battle-hardened warrior. Mm -hmm. And Voldemort took him down. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, a really harsh reminder. Like, I feel like we've all had that person in our lives where we're like, that person's going to be here forever. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (sighs) That's this part. That is this part. Lightning me. Kind of, kind of got like a smoky kind of flavor. What would you call that? Lightning. Lightning. Yeah, it's <laughs> We didn't sniff for Mad Eye. Should oh, we do? Oh, we'll do oh, it. No, we'll, we'll, will we do it next time? Yeah, at the start. Because they they take a shot. Yeah. <gasps> Fireball. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're buying liquor. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. <laughs> Mila asks, how many people do you think Ron and Hermione killed during this battle? Or do you think they didn't kill anyone? I think they used uh. defensive spells that then may have led to deaths. But I don't know right. if they greenlighted anyone. No, I don't think they greenlit anyone. But I think that... Kill... When I said that, he's not, like, red-rumming people. Do you know what that means? I mean, like, it wasn't his intention. Do you know what red-rum is? No. <gasps> Isn't that from a horror movie? What is it from? First of all, it's a book. Oh. Then it was a movie. What is it? It's called The Shining. Oh, okay. See, I've never seen it. And Marty calls it The Shining. Highly recommended. What did you? What does he call it? The Shining. I have that. Book, I did but not I think that's it. what you called it. I Shin, you said S-H-I-N-I-N-G. <laughs> red rum. Any hoozies. I don't think he red rummed anyone. Um, it was definitely a defensive, unaliving. Um, but I'm gonna say Ron, that per that person, and then Hermione is zero. I was gonna put them each at one. You're just guessing. Yeah. Okay. Guys, I don't remember what the question was. <laughs> trying to look up Red Room. <laughs> How many people do you think Ron and Hermione oh. killed during the battle? Or do you think that they didn't kill anyone? Um, I think they red-lighted a couple people. That led to what a green light would do. But how many? Yeah. I don't know. I'd see both sides. Uh, <laughs> a pair each. <laughs> ah, two each. Okay. Two? They ain't messing around. We're out They're here, here for Harry. Now, are they making horcruxes too? Gosh. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Hmm, Marguerite asks, do you think Hermione issued any unforgivable curses or attempted to? No. You got to mean those, I don't... right? I think she's too scared to put any meaning behind it. Or do you think fear would do that? I don't know. Good I feel question. like there's got to be malice, it. though. I feel like there's got to be malice behind those. Fear doesn't translate that Hermione way to me. doesn't have malice? Not in this moment. I feel like she'd be more afraid. Yeah, maybe she's not quite there in the war yet. I do think she probably threw some unforgivables in the final battle. 
but I don't think right now she did. She if she just... was gonna, it would be Crucio. Obviously, I don't think she's obviously anyone it's in... freaking well. And in a battle, torture spells that quick. <laughs> like, what's the point of doing? Uh, <laughs> why am I blanking? What's the third one? Imperia? Imperia. Imperia. Yeah. I don't like what's the purpose of it? Like quick. Jump off your broom. (laughs) Sure. Janine said she put a lady in a jar. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm just saying in In this this moment. moment, Yeah. That's why. That's why I say I think the final battle. (laughs) I don't. She's probably there. Do you think she is? I do. I don't see any of them doing that. Uh, Hermione's a little. I don't know. I feel like it depends on her mood. If she's feeling extra <laughs> sassy, she would, but... Is it the week before her period? <laughs> That's when I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki asked, does it count as murder for Ron's soul if he's stunned, but the Death Eater died? No. No. It's in defense. It wasn't his intent, and it was in defense. Okay, this is a fun question. Oh, okay. Not dealing with unalive and great. Yeah. Dustyfer asks, what was your favorite part of the Taylor Swift concert movie? I don't know. I haven't seen it. The whole rep we, era. We are going together, though. And yeah, yes, definitely the rep era. Dude, the feelings I get. I need to admit. I need to I've admit. I've got chills in my body right now. I cried for more than half of the movie. Okay. <laughs> just I, would, I would look over and then just and be I like be one like, crybaby tear. No. <laughs> one crybaby tear. Yeah. Dude, do you think air. I'm gonna cry? I just feel like it's, it's emotional. Really emotional. I get really emotional. It's I really a like lot, her. Dude. I'm not your level. I but, really like her. But like, it's not like I don't think that I was crying necessarily because like I love Taylor Swift. It was just like the trans. Like it was just so good. Like well, it just it takes like us made back to those so moments. Good. And like when we go there, it's the best time. The rap Reputa- era. Reputation is, like, is my favorite. Oh my the god. The rap era just oh like god. is it's forever hot. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Very much so. The lighting. Oh, she <sighs> is my god that I worship. <laughs> oh my gosh. The lights and just the the church singing and don't blame me. Oh yes. Nope. Worship. Megan's gonna be in the in the aisle. Can I get an amen? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, that is all. <sighs> that is all. Okay. Mm. Sorry, I was taking a sip of my beverage. Okay. Beverage. Fan story. This is from Lance Parrish. It's a cool name. From April of 2021. The Parishes were the name of the family in Jumanji. <laughs> oh my God. I did oh. not know that. God, I love that movie. Why? I love that. I don't know, but Robin Williams and those tatty oh jungle clothes and his R.I.P. I miss him so much. Yeah. Did you see that Once Upon a Studio thing? No, crying. <gasps> the short. It's really sweet. But watch it. It's on Disney Plus. Well, I won't give it away. Anything with Robin Williams and Chris Farley makes me really emotional. Did you? I'm sorry because I was reading the chat. Did you say how they did the outtakes for Genie? No. They used Robin Williams' outtakes for the Genie part in that. I just said I wasn't going to spoil anything. Oh, but okay, I thought you were. Ta- <laughs> I was. I thought you were talking about another part though, because Big like reputation. Yes, <laughs> no, there's there's this one part that like both of us just looked at each other and started crying, yeah. and like you will know it when you see it. Yeah. But I won't. I think I just think it's really cool they didn't use AI. They literally just used his outtakes, which it's I on think Disney, is so cool. Disney Plus. I yeah. think that's the only celebrity that I've like legitimately cried over losing. Yeah, I wasn't old enough to. Cry over Chris Farley. I'm sorry. No. 
I don't think yeah, I, I remember did. like my mom being I upset really about sad. that, but I didn't know. Yeah. I wasn't old enough. My mom remembers um, my grandma like sobbing over Elvis. Mm. Yeah. My mom was really sad about Princess Di. I remember mm-hmm. that. Traumatic. I remember that. In the, in, I, mean, I, re- I remember grown-ups being really upset by that. Yeah. But I, I don't think. I was too young. I was too young, too. But I do remember seeing Understand. it on TV. Like, I remember watching the news with my mom and being like, I remember them happened? being very adamant about getting her Beanie Baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know who I did cry about is, um, oh, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name, but the actor who played Ollivander. But that was specifically oh, John, Hurt. John Hurt because it happened while we were at the celebration oh, of Harry you know, Potter. I and it was cried yeah. about Robbie. Oh. Uh, oh, call it. Yeah, Robbie Coltrane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't cry uh okay lance. let's not think about celebrity Poor lance deaths. lance oh, your last lance. name just spiraled oh everything God. okay hey my name is lance and for the life of me i cannot figure out how i just now found your podcast when oh okay, april well actually i don't know if it was then or what i'm very disappointed in myself that i was not able to start this reread process since the beginning however i'm determined to listen to all of the episodes and hopefully catch up to you before you finish the final book i need to know i need an update I've now just I know. I've now just finished the last episode of Sorcerer's Stone and will be starting Chamber of Secrets tonight. I'm not listening to any of the current episodes, so I'm not even sure if it is still originally you four. <laughs> However, I find all of you hilarious, especially Sarah with her crazy outbursts. Hmm. <laughs> so my Potter profile, my Hogwarts house is Slytherin, my Pottermore wand is Hawthorne with a Phoenix Feather core. However, the wand that chose me at Ollivander's is Alder with a Dragon Heartstring core. And it looks exactly like the one Sarah got when you four went to Universal in 2017. Snakehead with a skeleton. <laughs> Very Halloween-y for this time of year. Indeed. Uh, my Potter story starts when I was eight. My friend had already read the first couple books and had rented the movie. Shout out to old Blockbuster. Oh, hey. One of Marty and I's first like official dating things was we got a Blockbuster account together. Wow, that's commitment. You guys should go. To <laughs> I kept a card too. There, it's awesome. in my special box. Isn't there a Blockbuster There's in Portland? There's one left. There's one there? left in the world. That feels so go. Portland, right? <laughs> you guys should go have a little date. <gasps> you should. That'd be so cute. You should. I'll bring my card. It says Martin. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh my god, where was I? Okay, shout out to old Blockbuster. So I watched it with her, and I was instantly hooked. I remember the day so well because she was teaching me the correct way to pronounce Hermione. Mm. Hermione. 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 <laughs> anyway, that night I got the first book that my grandfather bought me for my birthday a month ago and started reading and the story goes on from there. Also, I will add that it's hilarious listening to the older episodes and hearing y'all speculate about future events and I'm like, nope, that doesn't happen at all. Uh, hey, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Prime example of Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald. Hey, but we got some stuff. Yeah, we got we did some stuff we did get some we can't stuff. get it all all right right we just gotta throw stuff out there and, and hope we, some of it sticks and we can't get all the movies either <laughs> <laughs> thanks for hearing my story lance parish and this is kind of really funny that this connects to this episode but they included a peter pan quote mm. the moment you doubt whether you can fly you cease forever to be able to do it hmm. why did i put the bingo on jokes 
Okay. The last couple times I really failed. Oh, hold on, Lance. Thank you for your story. I super appreciate it. And I need an update. And I need to know if you still listen. Are you caught up? Are you with us on the last book? What's going Tell on? Us, please. You watched Jumanji? <laughs> yeah. Do you like Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> or do you prefer Sir Charles E. Stilton? <laughs> <laughs> you know, as much as I want to be a Charles girl, I'm definitely a Chuck. <laughs> I do like me some pizza, but I am pretty picky with my pizza, so. You don't want charcuterie boards. I want tea. Yeah. I do love tea. Afternoon tea. I really want a Charles E. Stilton high tea. Marty's cousin is um, dating someone from Ireland, and he always, always has to have a tea. And I'm like, I'm going to live your life, man. Mm -hmm. I'll do that. Ted Lasso. That's a joke, right? Like you guys don't actually. You guys like know it. that this is not good, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love tea. Me too. Samesies. Maybe I'll make some when I go home. All right, ready for a joke? Cool, just me. All right, here we go. Oh, sorry. Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. What <laughs> kind of laugh does Newt Scamander make? Uh. <laughs> what do you want, Becker? Yeah, I don't know. Ha ha ha! Oh my God! Come on! No, guys! <laughs> <laughs> you think Marty's upstairs? Like what? He's probably like, um, please send them home. That woman. <laughs> no, guys. He bow chuckles. Oh, that's cute. Jinx, you owe me a coke. Sorry. Them's the rules. <laughs> Way your shoulders just shrugged at me. Yep. Sorry. You are not. If after this episode <laughs> you want more, follow us on social media. <laughs> <laughs> oh, myself and Katie are on Instagram and TikTok at the Petrus Family, and Tiffany is on Instagram and TikTok at Tiff Swish underscore Flick. What are you doing, girls? <laughs> girls. <laughs> yeah. To both of us. Ladies. <laughs> you were looking at Tiffany. So I Katie like, is also is holding a, a beer. So you look like someone who's just trying to pick people up. Where are you going, girl? <laughs> Come here often. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Um. <laughs> what am I doing? What you reading, babe? Uh, I'm very, very... <laughs> Very, very slowly trying to finish Business or Pleasure. Do you like it? Yes. Okay. I just, I read it when, after I uh, rub Alana's back and she turns over, I open my phone and read it and then I usually just fall asleep. Yeah. Um. So I'm doing that. I'm getting observed soon because I had two years off after being rated accomplished. So they give you a break. So like I forgot how stressful it was. So I've been trying to like prep for that and whatnot. I think it's going to go well. I don't mind when people come in my room. Like, come on in. Watch. Hang out. Whatever. I don't. I literally don't care. Yeah. But when I have to write a massive lesson plan and you're, like, actively grading me on it, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Any whoosies. Um, but I have been slinging some iron in my basement, you guys. I feel so good. I'm sure um, But I got to tell you. <laughs> the nutrition's not there. <laughs> I've been snacking so much, and I'm like, I gotta figure out because I don't think I'm eating enough. Mm. Um, but I don't know how much of what I need to eat to keep me full. 
because I, f- I am moving you and working should. harder. Check out the cookbook I just got, Katie. Yeah, for real. I can bring it over. Please. It's about fueling your body. Yeah. As And the stuff sounds really I mean, good. A lot of it is focused on runners, but it's also just focused on athletes and people who are active in it's general and like how athlete. to fuel. Dude, but honestly, like I feel like I come home and I'm ravenous. I'll send it. I'll send you a picture of it because I don't remember it off the top of my head. I don't head. mind having a snack. Like I don't care about sure. that. But Maybe like when I'm grabbing need, like, um, everything constantly. Right. Maybe you just need like whatever you're eating. You just need to pack it more with like a whole something like a whole grain or like protein or whatever. It's probably missing a carb. Guaranteed. Yeah. Because you're going to burn through that I need fast. something to stick to my bones. Yeah. I probably need like a high protein type deal mm-hmm. peanut butter pretzels <laughs> nice <laughs> how much protein is in those um premier proteins that's what i drink in the morning so i, don't know. I think those have a lot i drink that in the morning well it's not the morning that's the problem it's the mid afternoon and getting home yeah and i don't want to ruin my dinner which i mm-hmm. have been literally for like a week because i've been going really hard yeah mm-hmm. um like, I don't want to brag, you guys, but I've been doing presses with 20s, like standing shoulder presses freaking with 20s. freaking awesome. Um, it makes my shoulders feel like they're literally on fire. Yeah, <laughs> they do. But I need to, like, get that. You just got, you're just finding I need the to, balance. I need, to, I need to find something that's going to keep me full enough mm-hmm. the rest I'll, of the day. We'll send you that cookbook. I, I, think it'll I help bet you. I'm missing a carb. Yeah. Like a whole grain, whole wheat. Mm-hmm. I gotta figure out. I gotta figure out what I need to do about that. But anywho, um, I'm really proud of, about myself with that. And I've been rewatching because I only watched it once years ago. Uh, Making a Murderer on Netflix about Stephen Avery and Brendan Dassey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you know, you know. I have not watched that yet. Probably should. It's interesting. Very interesting. Um, I have read a lot since last we talked, actually. I'm pulling up my Goodreads. What? You don't think my two paragraphs a night are enough for you, Megan? I, I am not judging. All I'm stating liar. is what I <laughs> have read. And I've read three books since last week, right? We recorded last week sometime. I don't know. Anyway. I finished the Very Secret Society of Irregular Witches. Super cozy. I absolutely loved it for October. It is not what I expected it to be, but like in the best way. Um, and then I read another Abby Yemenez book, The Happy Ever After Playlist. Ooh. Adorbs. And I read Scandalized by Ivy Owens, which is actually just a, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, a, it's not her real name. What is that called? A pseudonym? No. But like with writing. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, not a ghostwriter. Pen, pen name. name. Thank pen you, name. friends. Thank you, friends. Jinx, you um, it's the pen name for Lauren Billings, who My is the friend. Lauren half of Christina Lauren. <laughs> so mm, she wrote Scandalized. Why um, do people do that if people know who you are? I don't know. Like the author does that. Well, with Robert I think Galbraith. Maybe Galbraith she, maybe she did it, it because she is only known as writing under Christina Lauren and right under your name name but i also think that it's like i don't maybe maybe like a curious thing like how well can this sell if people don't know that it's me you know i guess Mm. i don't know Mm. anyway um and then 
uh, I started The Flat Share by Beth O'Leary. It's really cute so far. It's very interesting. I would never do what she's doing, but it's, you know, she really needs someplace to live. So she <laughs> she's living at in this flat with this guy and it's only a one bedroom but like he sleeps during the day and she sleeps at night so they never cross over at least yet you know what I mean so um I'm like uh I don't know if I would uh do that Hmm. nope kind of weird Mm -hmm. but it's interesting so far so I've been uh, I've been reading a lot and um playing Greenlight Valley so Katie. Um, still reading Empire of Storms. I'm a little over halfway through, though. No, you're no, not I'm sorry. Empire my God, Tower of Dawn. Sorry, I finished that book. She is like flying through Tower of Dawn compared to Empire of Storms, though. Well, I realize. Well, I can't. I'll say it after. I don't want to give spoilers, but okay. I'll tell you why I'm enjoying it so much. Um, but it makes sense, and I really like it a lot. I thought I was gonna like struggle through it, but I'm. I'm sorry. I probably put not. that in your head. No, the whole all of the internet <laughs> did. It wasn't you. Like that's what everyone has said about it. But I really like it a lot. Um, and I'm really excited for games that are coming out soon, but I have to wait for Ooh, them. baby. Mm-hmm. Mario, man. Dude, did you see the other day that <laughs> they were like, get ready for, uh, what's the Harry Potter game called? Well, the Quidditch one? No. The new one. Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts Legacy. They oh. were like, get ready to pre-order it for Switch. And people were like, uh, <laughs> no. And there was one and they were, they were the reply was like, can't wait for the graphics to be like this. And it's Hermione or as em- Emma mm-hmm. doing that weird smile. And then it's the eyes slowly going. I'm like, I'm kind of I kind of want to get it, but I feel like it's just going to look like absolute trash and lag. I know. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. really want to do that to myself. Oh, yeah. That one, Vinny. Yeah, I'm like curious, even though I know it's going to be annoying, but then it could probably like I'll start playing it on the switch and the graphics will suck and I'll be like, I'm just going to start a new game on Xbox. <laughs> I'm going to play Dreamlight Valley. <laughs> I want to I want to start over in Hogwarts Legacy, I think, and do it again. Anyway, God, that's so much time. It really is. I know that's so much. That's like that would be like me restarting. Um tears of the kingdom hogwarts legacy which i haven't played in forever and i feel so sad about it hogwarts legacy is the reason why um i didn't do so hot with packing when we were moving home because <laughs> i was obsessed <laughs> with playing it yeah that's tough yeah um but yeah just working my knee trying to get back to back to sport she wants to start her return to sport yeah, yeah. running running but i have to like pass this test with my study and blah 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 but tiffany are you a snitch because you're by far the greatest catch here meg you must be a nimbus 2000 because you're sleeping me off my feet (laughs) (laughs) what is that yeah why you said i was trying to pick you guys up (laughs) (laughs) because oh my yeah Reader's Digest? I don't know. Catherine. <laughs> I pulled up one that looked okay. It's win. <laughs> anyway, oh congrats to Becca, the Gryffindor, for Rawr. getting bingo. <laughs> Pretty early on. Yeah. 
And the house cup is oh boy. Hewitt Gryffindor. Woo! Ooh, by oh my a God, slim so close. amount. Ravenclaw's in second, Hufflepuff's in third, and Slytherin's in fourth. Dang. Wow. Roll, roar, Gryffindor. This is like Harry Potter era. <laughs> <laughs> Becca, you're welcome. That's a very griff answer or statement, rather. Oh, man. Can this be for Charles Stolten? This, this yeah. There's no one else that this could be for. It's Sir Charles. Katie. Sir Charles E. E. Thank you so much for sponsoring. Oh, Wessex. Wait, what is the guy from Frozen? What is it? Wesselton. Wesselton. It's, it's Wesselton. Weaseltown. Oh, my God. That's kind of perfect. He could be a weasel. It's Weaselton. So is Charles E. Stilton yeah, Sir Charles E. Stilton is a weasel. Uh, he's Duke of Wesselton. <laughs> is someone drawing him yet? Because I need that to happen. I'm like the Land chicken with the face of a monkey. What is that? What is that from? It's from Frozen. Are you serious? But I meant, what, what does it mean? I don't know. It's what he says when he's dancing. And then oh. his hair flaps. And they go. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it, got it, got it. I fly. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Wesselton. Anywho. Duke of Pizzeria. Thanks, Charles. Sir, she's appreciate you for sponsoring this episode. Uh, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Look at my boys! What? Why are you looking at me? For Mia. For Mia. Oh, because oh. one day I am going to do something with these things that she makes us. Oh, she's a gem. <laughs> okay to be fair back when i was like oh Vinny's here i looked over at your name and saw that it was like idle so i was like oh maybe she's not here today and i just had not looked again i'm very glad you're here i'm sorry (laughs) Mm -hmm. the apologies you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.